All right, hard to be known. This is Aiden. This is Kyle. Today we're back with uh, Peyton. Peyton. <laughs> what up, Peyton? How you doing? Doing good, man. Doing yeah. as good as I can right now. Yeah, yeah. alive. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, how's your day? It's been fine. Didn't really do much. Yeah. Just getting some homework done. Nothing really too fancy or anything. Yeah, it's kind of chilly out. It is. Yeah, I got cold with all yeah. this. Yeah. I was rocking my sweater today. Yeah. I was like, it's about time to break this out. Grab the sweater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, falls here. Are there gonna be any more nice days, or do you think it's that's it? Well, I sure hope it's. This I, is it. <laughs> yeah. I think we have some more, but we'll find out. What about you? What did you do today? I just worked all day. Where do you work else. at? Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll talk later. <laughs> sure. But yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah. A lot of uh, stuff happening. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. At, well, we could talk. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. How was your quarantine? Uh, you know, it was as good as it can be. I've just been like, I've been taking photos and everything. I've been doing my best to try and, you know, social distance and like, I don't know. So I, I did a couple shoots over, mm-hmm. over my quarantine and everything. And mm-hmm. other that, than that, I've been doing like a lot of personal projects. Mm-hmm. Or like I, I did something with like, uh, like this little mannequin that I had, right? I made it look like me, and I just took a bunch of photos of it and stuff. I was just like, okay, um, so this year fucked me. So I'm basically I'm just gonna like use it to my advantage and try and just get hella experimental with all my stuff. So yeah. like, honestly, I'm kind of thankful for it. Hell yeah, <laughs> nice. Did you uh, did you learn any new hobbies? Did you bake bread? No, no. <laughs> nothing. No bread. No. I was like, hey, I want to learn French, but. Duolingo? That never, never happened. No? <laughs> I didn't even make an account on Duolingo, dude. Like, did not get that far. Uh, I'm so bad at that. Like, I even have the notifications turned on. But I'll just, de- I just delete the app when I get annoyed with it. Just I makes can't. you look cultured to other people that look at your phone. I mean, like, it's like... Yeah, I speak French sometimes. Right, you know, I'll do it for, like, two weeks, and then I delete the app. And then, like, a year later, I'll download it again and be like, you know what? This time I'm really gonna learn. Yeah. Do it for two. You know, it's like a cycle. <laughs> yeah, that's how it Vicious goes. Vicious <laughs> cycle. Did you? Did either of you guys ever take a language in school? I took a yeah. Spanish. That's about it. Spanish in high school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. I don't know. It's good to learn other languages, but it's not easy. Did everyone do all three in middle school? I just did Spanish in middle school. Really? And I did French in high school. All four years. No. One year, one year. Uh, two years. Uh, so all three years of middle school, I did Spanish. Three years of middle school. So yeah, sixth, seventh, Wait. eighth. Your middle school started with sixth. Yeah. Why? What? What did yours start? Mine was with? only seventh and eighth. For real? Yeah. Mine was sixth, seventh, and eighth. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> kind of school did I go to? <laughs> Dude. I think that's normal now, but when I was in school, all the middle schools were just seventh, seventh, and eighth. That's weird. Huh. It was kind of odd just to be at a school for two years. Yeah. You I know. don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Each district is different, I guess. That's true. I, I think even in mine now, it's... It probably six, depends seven, on, eight. like, space, too. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm if you sure. have enough space for three grades, you'll put them there. But if you don't... Oh. Were you guys' uh, middle schools also elementary schools? No. no. Oh, our, mine wasn't. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking huge. So, like, did you see children running yeah, around they were like when you're going from class to class really yeah. that's crazy it's probably distracting oh yeah i feel like definitely. we were just totally removed <laughs> it's whatever the i hardly remember world. that point in my life yeah. <laughs> yeah. i liked seventh and eighth grade that i did too actually i think i peaked in seventh and eighth oh, grade. come on <laughs> come on <laughs> i don't know it was fun it was fun not to have like responsibility i mean oh yeah in terms of like you know work or something like mm-hmm. that go home Play some Xbox. No job, or, yeah. Honestly, just yeah. The, no responsibility besides a couple pages of homework. You know, yeah. I basically like resorted back to the mental space of a seventh grader I with know, like I, I got a yeah. house on Kramer now, so yeah. like. Oh nice. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. No job yet either, so it's just like I have no idea what to do right now. You know. The, the yeah. job market right now is crazy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. It just seems like there's not a lot. Yeah. Going on and. Yeah, I don't think there is. It makes it tough for a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's hard to find one. Because I've been wanting to bartend for a while, but then I was like, okay, well, what places are still open and stuff? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just been kind of a pain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I totally feel that. Yeah, days, just like all, 
turned into it just was like one long day like the no days do not end no <laughs> that's day a of the taxi week. driver quote it's <laughs> <laughs> a good movie um so what are you working on right now um well i've been uh, working on a project called the after party it's a sequel to the when i was actually last on the podcast i was working on the one prior oh, it kind of it focuses more along like it's like a similar theme but it's more based on like a psychedelic side of it or like a okay so that was the party this is like the after party you know mm-hmm. what i mean so mm-hmm. it's just like it's like what happens when that night goes down it's focusing more on like when someone gets like too high too drunk like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's just overwhelming yeah. so it's been very like dark it's been very trippy it's mm-hmm. been i don't know i'm a i'm a huge fan of it i've been trying to continue with it more but yeah it sounds cool yeah. did you have the idea to do that while you were still doing the first project did it just come up after you kind of finished up with the second with the first one honestly it kind of came up after i finished the first one so like i did the first one i didn't even have like a concrete end to it Mm -hmm. i was just like okay i want to i uh i did like a i took photos at a new year's party that i did last year right and Mm -hmm. i just like photoshopped use like the spot repair tool and just like glitched out the faces and everything Mm -hmm. so i did that and i was just like this looks fucking awesome you know what i mean i'm like i'm gonna keep doing this so that kind of it kind of just like transformed into it but i wanted to like utilize that more because i I was taking like flash photos and I've always wanted to like get better at flash mm-hmm. photography. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is like giving me like an excuse to keep doing it, you know, cause I, I love how they're all turning out and everything. When you say flash photography, do you just mean like, what's the, what's the big difference? Do you think just oh. like natural light versus like that harsh direct yeah. light or like, I think, uh, well with flash photos, it's a much more like nostalgic kind of like capturing the moment okay. feel to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. When it's like, regular stage photography during the daytime like you said we're using utilizing natural light and everything mm-hmm. colors are vibrant you know what i mean like it's very don't get me wrong it's great mm-hmm. daytime photography is great i've yeah. been doing it for like three plus years now mm-hmm. but like with flash photography especially because i can go out and do it at night now you mm-hmm. know like it i don't know it gives me more control over everything and more mm-hmm. of like a blank canvas to work on you know what i mean because yeah. you got like a completely black background instead of like having to focus on okay does this tree look right does right. this bush look right you know what i mean so it gives me less to focus on but in return that gives me more like stuff that i can do with it more of a more room to play around with it and everything for sure yeah, yeah. to me it feels like when i see a photo with like a harsh flash it's like it feels more like a singular moment in yeah. time if that makes sense no, whereas I know exactly like what you, mean. you know outside natural light it's like almost like a passing moment that you just captured but with the flash it's like that's the only thing that exists. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, one, you definitely. Know. And that could be with like the vignette pattern mm-hmm. that's like created just by the flash. You know what I mean? That like kind of dark border and everything. It's it totally. just, it looks so much nicer. In my opinion, like I, I love the way that night photography looks just mm-hmm. because, you know, it just, it does exactly what you th- said it does. It's mm-hmm. like that moment, you know, it's even if you do stage it, it looks less staged than yeah. if, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you were to stage it, it's, it's really nice, dude. 100%. It's really nice. Are there any like particular spots you've been shooting at or like favorite places to go? <laughs> Honestly, I've been uh, I've been kind of limiting myself, so mm-hmm. I haven't been going out a lot. I've mm-hmm. been uh, kind of limiting myself to like finding a wall. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm from Oshkosh mm-hmm. and uh, I've been I was quarantined in Oshkosh for a long time. Mm-hmm. So there was a Menominee Park. There was this like Right, it was the back of this like brick bathroom. I just taped, a, I just duct taped a backdrop to it and like went there at like two it's in like the morning. Gorilla style, yeah. Yeah, yeah, type. yeah. I've been like very raw with it because that's what I really wanted with this project. It was mm-hmm. it to be very, very raw, look as like as less staged as possible. I guess is the only way to put it. So I don't know. I've been, I've been very much limiting myself, but it's just like at that point, it's just like a matter of which wall yeah, <laughs> I prefer. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, no, it's been it's been cool, and I've been able to kind of like experiment more with it because you know that was never something that I've done before. So mm-hmm. it really gave me the excuse to go out and do it, which was awesome. Totally. Have you been finding new people to shoot with? I know when we first talked, you had mentioned like you just kind of know when you see someone that that's yeah. someone you want to shoot with. Honestly, it's it's a little different with COVID. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So I ended up, uh, so I was shot with a bunch of new people when I was in Milwaukee last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I went home and everything, it kind of gave me like, a, okay, back to my roots. You know what I mean? Like I've been working with people that I worked with prior that I didn't really get to when I was in Milwaukee. So I don't know. It's, I didn't really get to work with a lot of new people, so to say. But yeah. I feel like with like the new concepts we were working with, it almost felt like an entirely new experience. But that is actually something I've kind of had a problem with recently with COVID and everything. It's just like, 
it's like everyone I know and their brother has been diagnosed with it. And it's just like, really? Well, that's an exaggeration, Uh-oh. but like, you know what I mean? Like, it's insane how many people yeah. are like, okay, you know, this person that lives way over there has it. Who have they been in contact? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I've just been kind of avoiding it, honestly. Yeah. Singing it to like a few people, just like quarantining myself, really. It's uh, been crazy lately. I, you know, Wisconsin's numbers are bad right now. Oh, yeah. So. When did you come back to Milwaukee? Uh, I came back uh, early August. Early or August. Early August? No. Late August. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. late August. How different was the like overall? like vibe and atmosphere in Oshkosh versus coming back to Milwaukee. It's far more conservative. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you get a far more like so more like anti-mask and stuff. Yeah. Okay. You get just get a lot of people that just don't do it. Yeah. You know, they're not like obnoxious about it, so they're not like you know, they're not throwing fits in Walmart and shit, yeah, but like they're yeah. clearly not obeying the mask mandate right. or anything. <laughs> right. But like when I got to Milwaukee, like I uh, I came to visit, right? I woke mm. up hungover as hell. I was just like I need a McDonald's burger right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so like I drive there. And it literally said, like, you can't go through the drive-thru without a mask. And that was, like, so new to me because I was like, oh, you know, like, I didn't even realize yeah. it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't even, like, a bad thing. I was like, oh, whatever. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I just turned around, got my mask, Yeah. everything. So, yeah, no, it is definitely different. Okay. It's wow. definitely, definitely different. Yeah, I'm sure it's, like, not night and day, but, like, yeah. you know, I'm sure coming to a, you know, bigger city. It's oh, like for a, sure. Not a shock either, but it really, you know, <laughs> it's different. There's a contrast, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been here the whole time. Okay. You know, so it was. Uh, I'm just used to this one way. Like yeah. even at like my parents' house, sometimes they still will forget their mask. Oh you yeah. Know? But it's like I'm so like conditioned now to yeah. just bring it everywhere. It's like. One thing uh, I did notice when I was in Oshkosh was uh, a lot of the people working weren't mm. wearing masks or anything. Like mm. uh, I really? used to work at a full service gas station. Okay. And like like the person I pumps the gas. Yeah, like I oh, pump, like, I, really? I pump the gas. I didn't know those still existed. Yeah, there's okay. like two in the state, and one of them's in Oshkosh. <laughs> Great place. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing it was bad to say tight, about the though, place. Yeah. No, it was gnarly. Yeah. I got good tips. Yeah. Good money. You know what I mean? It was awesome. That's I got crazy to meet a bunch of people. Tips at a gas station. I know it's crazy. Aren't there two states that require those? I think New Jersey yeah. and Oregon. I Oregon, think. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're required. Wisconsin isn't. But that was like, that's why like my bosses were genius because they were like hey, this isn't required, but let's just do it. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of old people coming in, you know, in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. We're out there bulked up and everything, like pumping gas for them. So mm-hmm. it, we have, like, a really steady, like, income of people. That's cool. People. That's awesome, yeah, actually. Cool. It's, like, a very, like, uncommon job oh, to yeah. have. Definitely. You know? That's cool, though. Definitely. That's it's cool. going to give me lung cancer, that's for sure. <laughs> if, you, if you read the pumps, it's literally, like, overexposure to gasoline fumes will give you lung cancer. Really? I was like, great, I worked oh, there for oh, two geez. years. Like, <laughs> Great. <laughs> no. Um, so, I guess we can get to the main. <laughs> All right. The meat of it. Um, so you went to Minneapolis during the George Floyd protests. Yes, sir. I went there the weekend of June first. Mm-hmm. Um, should I just? Yeah, yeah go just tell us everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I went there with my buddy, my buddy Gabe. We were uh, getting footage for a documentary he's been working on. Same reason we went to Kenosha, but well. Uh, was we this went, before the, or this is after, right? I'm sorry, the, what? George Floyd, George yeah. Floyd dying. Yeah, okay, this is afterwards. Okay. But uh, so we go there, and we don't really know what to expect. We've seen the news. Mm-hmm. You know, my girlfriend's worried about me. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that. So it kind of felt like, okay, we're gonna, we're about to go into a war zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we pull up. Uh, we end up staying in Adina with uh, Gabe's aunt and uncle. Amazing people. <laughs> but uh, we, so we go there. We go to Minneapolis, and it's like, 7 p.m. at this point, it's so, like the curfew's about to start, and uh, we pull up. And we're like, okay, we're gonna break curfew. You know what? Fuck it, we're gonna do it. Yeah. You know, against both of our parents' wishes, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. Shot. Yeah. 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 So we uh, so we go there. We park by the Wells Fargo that burnt down. There was like no cars around or anything. Yeah. So we uh, <laughs> we get out of the car. You know, everything's fine. We're going there. National guards everywhere. Like it's insane. There isn't really like anything like any violence going on. You can just definitely tell that there was at one point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like buildings are crumbling and shit. Like it's insane. But uh, we started walking towards the main protest, and uh, we f- we saw a bunch of marchers and everything. We we're like, okay, you know, if if something's gonna happen, it's gonna happen here. So we started following them and everything. And uh, I'll admit, like I definitely thought that like it was gonna turn violent. I definitely had like the just the suspicion, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I know how these things go sometimes. So it's yeah. just like, but like, it was not violent at all. It was more chaotic, if anything, but they were very peaceful. They were very like, they were 
they had like megaphones in the front and they were like yo like we are not going to do that looting shit like that is not what this movement's for like you know what i mean so they were like super respectful and like awesome but we ended up marching to uh the the site where the george floyd incident happened mm-hmm. where he got knelt on and everything mm-hmm. the whole like middle of it is like spray painted it's like a huge memorial mm-hmm. it's insane mm-hmm. and we were we were all chilling there and everything and we had uh, one of george floyd's friends who i believe videotaped the incident i'm not for sure but Whoa. he claimed that he was yeah but uh he was like <laughs> speaking and everything wise as hell like great guy but uh he was just like hey like you know these are trying times we got to get out and vote you know like mm-hmm. use your use the power that you have you know let's beat the system and the only way we know how to like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it was cool so uh, we pull up and we're just chilling there just getting footage and everything and all of a sudden these like you see the crowd disperse and vans with tinted windows are pulling up. So I'm like, oh shit, it's the feds. Like we yeah. need to get out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden we see people start throwing rocks at the cars and shit and like freaking out, you know, they're screaming and stuff. And they, the cars pulled away, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I was like, what the hell just happened? And they said, white supremacists just showed up and just flashed a sawed off shotgun at us. Yeah. The, the white supremacists That's were crazy. in the bands? Yes. It was Whoa. not the police. It was the white supremacists. Whoa. It was oh, insane. Shit. So at that point, we're like, okay, we need to, <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. this is getting, this is going to get out of hand fast. So, um, so we're walking back to our car. And at this point, you know, there are cops. They're patrolling. But, you know, us being little scrawny white kids, we're like, you know, they're not going to worry. You know what I mean? We're yeah. just, we're going home, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're not going to, you know, we're not looting. We're not doing any of that. Yeah. Well, we, we stand corrected. So we're, we're walking home and we see like a, a fucking battalion of like six to seven to eight cruisers just like going down and like circling. So we're like, whatever, we're ducking behind cars and everything. Cause we're like, we'll just be safe, whatever. Yeah. So all of a sudden there's this corner, right? There's like one of those like bus stop waiting areas. And we duck there and we duck around the corner, right? All of a sudden we hear tires screeching. All eight of the cruisers are pulling up and stuff. They all get out. They all put, put, their guns at us and everything. They're like, put your hands up. Like, and we're just like, uh, 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 okay, like whatever. Yeah. And so we're doing that. They, uh, they rip like my bag off. They throw my camera on the ground. Oh, they were what? throwing my phone and shit. It was, it was insane. They yeah. ended up zip tying us. They searched us and everything. And they took us Jesus. to, I believe it was the fifth precinct, right? Okay. So it's this, um, it's the fifth police precinct. And, uh, it was completely gated off completely guarded by a national guard with like machine guns and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were thrown into the paddy wagon with, uh, we got it. We got our, uh, we got our mug shots taken and everything. Yeah. It was like, it was hilarious how they took our mug shots. So, yeah. um, they gave us a whiteboard and just wrote all our info on it yeah. and then took like a photo with their iPhones. What? <laughs> yeah. That was my mug shot. Makeshift. I, I didn't get the, I didn't get the good mug shot though. So mm-hmm. I was the first to get the mug shot. But after that, they started, they did the spotlight and everything. So I was oh. like, hey, can I get a redo? Like, I, I'd like to have better lighting in my uh, mugshot, please. <laughs> so, so we get thrown in there and everything. And, you know, we're, we're pissed off because we're like, what the fuck? We are literally about to go home. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? This, this could have been, granted, we shouldn't have been out there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, legally, we shouldn't have. But in our head, we were like, you know, fuck them. Like, they're literally just doing this so that they can arrest protesters like it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. yeah but we have a bunch of like a bunch of people were coming in the car and everything like there were a bunch of other protesters and stuff and it was it was kind of bullshit how the other kids were arrested Mm -hmm. because uh the mayor put out a a a statement before the first night the curfew was like installed and that he was like hey if you're on your porch if you're on your property you're fine Mm -hmm. like you are okay but there was this kid that was in the paddy wagon with us that was like Okay, so this restaurant burnt down across the street, and we were just protecting it. We're just out there watching it, you know what I mean? Because like mm-hmm. it's like a staple of this neighborhood and everything. Mm-hmm. And the police came up and arrested him, and then, and then, right? So they had um, they had this thing where uh, if you had anything sharp on you, if you had like a like a pocket knife or anything, they would charge you with PC riot. I got charged with a curfew violation because mm-hmm. I violated curfew, mm-hmm. but say my buddy. Yeah. doing the same thing as I did, had a pocket knife in his backpack, he would get charged with PC riot and had to go to jail. Like, Jeez. it was insane. Jesus. So we're sitting there for probably three hours. You know, the police are disorganized and shit. I'm literally slipping out of my zip tie because, like, mm-hmm. it's not... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, there was one point where uh, the cop comes, comes up to my buddy Gabe and is like, where's your ID? And Gabe was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? Yeah. You took it from me, like, <laughs> 30 yeah. minutes ago. Like, it was it was funny. So we're we're just sitting there for a while and... 
all of a sudden they're like, okay, uh, we're gonna transport you to Second and Second Street, I think. It was the another police precinct, and uh, so we get put in the cars and everything. We get driven down there, and we're probably waiting there for another like 40, 45 minutes. And at that point, it's like two, three in the morning. Yeah. So we're like, I want to go home. Like, <laughs> bring yeah. me to my cell or send me home. You know what I mean? So uh, we're chilling. We're chilling in the car. And all of a sudden, they come up. And they're like, OK, we're just going to give you a ticket, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, and I was like, hey, uh, can I get my stuff back? Can I get, like, I obviously, like, I don't want all my stuff back. But if I could just get, like, my phone, my ID or something, that'd right. be awesome. They're like, no, you can't. No, OK. So your phone? They wouldn't nothing. give you your ID I had, back? I had nothing on me. So. Yeah. Basically, they arrested us with the intent of sending us to jail for the night, or mm. at least not even the night. They said later that it would be like two, three weeks that we would have been in there if we weren't what? bailed out. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That's crazy. But they, they took all our stuff, so they sent it to evidence right away, right? Oh. Yeah. So we were like, oh, okay. Like, can we at least, can we borrow a phone? Can we, you know, call the people we're staying with? Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, sure. And it's three in the fucking morning. Of yeah. course, they're not going to pick up. Like, right. they're asleep, you know? Yeah. So of course they don't answer, and we're just like, uh, can we get like some help here? Like we we're in a diner right now, like we're trying to get back, and then it's like, no, sorry, nothing we can do. So they sent us home with nothing, literally nothing but the clothes we were wearing and the ticket, just to tell the other cops like, not hey, even, I was already arrested. Not like, even the car keys or literally anything? nothing, nothing. And they just left you to just go walk yeah. and find your way back. Middle of Minneapolis, middle of the night, we were literally in the middle of the city. And they just told us to walk home. How far were you from? Uh, I don't know the exact route, but I do know that it was probably about a 20-minute drive okay. from Adina to Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And we didn't know how to, how to get around. Right, yeah. like, right, we're not yeah. from there. We're <laughs> right. We were literally there for one day. So yeah, yeah. We literally had to walk home all night. I, we did not sleep at all that night because mm-hmm. we were trying to navigate our way back. We, mm-hmm. we kind of relatively knew where we were but we didn't like know exactly how to get back and everything. Like we went to the car, we got to the car and we were like, oh shit, we don't have our keys. Like, you know what I mean? So they're like, okay, great. We got to walk all night now. So uh, I, I have this vivid memory of just sitting in someone's backyard at like four in the morning, just wanting to die. I'm just like, <laughs> why the hell did I come out here? You know what I mean? And uh, so probably six, 7 a.m. rolls around and we're just like, okay, idea. The first person we see, we are going to run up to them, ask if we can use their phone, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the first person <laughs> came around eventually, right? And she was kind of tweaky, so we're like, what, okay, whatever. <laughs> but we were, des- person, we, were, yeah. we were desperate at that point. We were like, we need, to, we need to go home. I'm tired. So we go up and we're like, hey, uh, I'm sorry to bother you. Uh, the, we were arrested. All our stuff was taken. Can we use your phone? So we can call the people we were staying with. And she's like... Well, well, this phone is dead, and and this phone's also dead. <laughs> so we're like two dead phones. Yeah. Right? So I was like, okay. So not only do you have two phones, yeah. like they're both dead. Awesome. <laughs> so she's like, uh, if we go back to my apartment, I can charge them and everything. And I was like, you know, if I was not <laughs> overdue on sleep, yeah, I would say hell no. Yeah. But, you know, this yeah. is a special circumstance. We were desperate. We we're like, whatever. She actually turned out to be really cool and everything. It was oh, just like cool. a sketchy situation. Yeah. But she's like, uh, yeah, my uh, I have a 50-year-old boyfriend and everything. I'm just like, okay, How old cool. was she? She was probably like 28, what? I'd say. Okay. Yeah, she had like okay. a 50-year-old boyfriend and everything. And the whole night, the whole time we are walking there, she's like, I have no idea where the hell he is. I don't know where he is. So we're like... <laughs> Okay, whatever. Like, I don't know how great he's going to feel about you bringing two random teenagers to his house, but whatever. <laughs> so so we get there, and, and he's there. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and she's like, where the hell were you? And he says, I got arrested in Minneapolis. He was just driving. He got pulled over in Minneapolis, breaking curfew. Oh. And he they took everything, and they made him walk home. The same thing Jeez. they did to us. Why are they just taking everybody's <laughs> stuff and making them walk? Because they're pigs bro like (laughs) what can you expect (laughs) ridiculous but uh we ended up calling him and everything we ended up using the phone and we ended up going home so but uh we were told by the police when we were set set free like hey call the evidence department uh they'll get you your stuff back tomorrow like Mm -hmm. whatever so okay cool it ended up being like three or four weeks before we got any of our stuff back Jeez. yeah and so we were we stayed in minneapolis probably maybe two three extra days and 
that entire time was like us going and checking to see if it's an evidence and stuff. But mm-hmm. they had no record of them confiscating anything off of us, which is illegal, by the way, because mm-hmm. when you're arrested, you're supposed to get a receipt of everything that the mm-hmm. police yeah. confiscated mm-hmm. from you. you come in with. So right. we were in contact with like attorneys. We were talking to like big lawyers and everything. Yeah. We're like, we want our shit back. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like if you take my camera, I'm going to be pissed. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But we ended up getting it back like later. We ended up driving home. No, uh, Google Maps, by the way. We navigated home say, yeah. with yeah, a map. Crazy. Yeah, wow. That was a that was an experience. Let it's me actually, tell you. But yeah, props to you guys for that. Yeah, we, we figured it out, but it was just like damn. And uh, we ended up getting it probably two three weeks later in, in like a box because uh, Gabe's aunt and uncle went and picked it up and just oh, shipped it to us. Did you get everything? Yeah, you, got like, everything. The camera. Mm-hmm. Was it banged up? A little bit. Yeah. I won't. I won't lie. So. um the body is like two parts. There's like the front part and then the back part, and it just mm-hmm. like kind of clips together. The front part was like up and stuff, so it was like sticking out and everything. It was oh. just, it's not like a, it's in no way like damaging the camera yeah. at all. It's just like, I can definitely tell that it was thrown on the fucking right. ground. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what about your phone and your ID? You got it. Got everything, got all of that back. I was very, very worried about that. I was very worried just because I've heard like, horror stories about like the police just like losing your shit and then yeah. not caring about it and then we were in kind of a dilemma because we were like okay say we do take them to court say we win you know and if we do like okay we don't have our stuff back you know and at that point if we win they're not going to be like okay i'm going to get your stuff back for you you know they're just gonna be like okay whatever not a problem anymore yeah so it was just it was confusing it was weird i had to deal with my parents I had to deal with my girlfriend were you know what mad? i mean because they, they thought they thought i was dead you know oh, what i mean because yeah. I, oh, I they t- couldn't no communicate contact. not yeah. even a little bit because i was consistently texting them that entire night because i was like okay yeah i gotta you know i gotta yeah. let them know i'm okay and everything and all of a sudden boom i just went dark right. for like literally weeks because i didn't get my phone back yeah. But luckily, I had my laptop back at the house, so I could text oh, okay. them in the morning and everything. But yeah. So you didn't have like a burner phone or anything in the meantime. Just <laughs> no. nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. But uh, wow. it was it was crazy though because like literally that night they arrested like 250 people. So we were Jeez. one of the 250, or we were two of the 250. That's yeah. And it's funny. Uh, my mom was watching the news at that point, and he was like, she was like, I guarantee you, they're one of the 250 <laughs> that got arrested. Like I guarantee it. And no, it was. It was it was a trip, but honestly, I'm glad I went. I got good photos. Yeah, it was an experience, experience. Yeah, and sure, like, sure. I definitely like. I feel like I definitely have a different perspective than a lot of people have on like looting and like the just the protests in general. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I almost had kind of a respect for it. I was just like, you eat the front lines. Exactly. Yeah. Like front it was lines. it was just cool to see. It yeah. was and it was cool to be like part of something and documenting something. For sure. Yeah, that was a historical. Thing. Oh, definitely. What um, What about your friend's uh, documentary? Um. He's still working on it right now. I think he's trying to use it for like a end of the year project. Okay. Uh, we got uh, some decent shots there. I didn't take a lot of video when I was yeah. in Minneapolis. I took more photos because mm-hmm. I was like, whatever. And then I decided, hey, that's probably not the best thing to do. Just because like, I don't know, it's a little distracting when you get flashes going on and everything. Mm-hmm. I got some photos, but they weren't great. Is there anywhere? Do you put them online anywhere? Oh, uh, yeah, like they're on my Instagram. Going? My ones from Minneapolis are the ones from Kenosha or not. Yet. Okay. Okay. Yet. Well, Good segue. Yeah, that was, uh, perfect. What was Kenosha? <laughs> okay, so uh, this was the day after Jacob Blake got shot. Mm. And uh, we were like, okay, this shit's going to, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be real. Yeah. So we ended up going down and everything. And we didn't really know how it was going to go. Like, because, you know, it's Wisconsin. We never were like, yeah, it's going to get crazy. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. So, so we went and, you know, everything is normal. We were at, I think... I don't exactly know the street name. I do know that it was like, there was like the Capitol building in the back in quotations because it's just like, you know, I don't know exactly what government building it is, but there was like a a line of cops with like riot gear and everything and then like a mob of protesters. And we were just there just like taking photos and stuff and there there was like shit on fire. Like it was, it was nuts, right? And, you know, you had people and they're, they're yelling shit at the police and everything, and they're throwing bottles at them and stuff. We had, someone tried to throw a Molotov. That was another thing. That was Jeez. crazy. There was, a, there was a SWAT car parked, right? And uh, while the police were uh, prioritizing someone else, they, like, spray-painted the headlights of the SWAT car. Mm-hmm. It was insane, like, the shit Jeez, we saw there. Yeah. But we went there to interview some of the Boogaloos. Um, a, oh, yeah, yeah. They're... Uh, they're, it's hard to explain. <laughs> they're uh, basically they're, they're armed citizens that are there oh, okay. protecting uh, small businesses, but also supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. So they're not like extreme Republican, mm-hmm. like 
don't talk, you know what I mean? Shit like that. But I don't know. Like it's, it's interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll get more to them later. But mm. so we, uh, so we're chilling everything. All of a sudden we see like some shit like falling down and stuff. So we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to go that way. So we ended up following the mob and everything. And this is after we got shot at by rubber bullets and everything. Like it was, it was insane. Wait, so what? Yeah. What happened there? With yeah. The so, okay. So occasionally someone would throw like a firecracker at the police and then they would shoot back. Right. Yeah. So people had like shields and everything. And they were like, I don't know. They were just shooting these rubber bullets at us and rubber <laughs> bullets supposed to be shot at the ground. So they ricochet and kind of explode. Yeah. They weren't doing that. They were just shooting it yeah, directly yeah. at a protester. We were talking to a guy that we kind of interviewed and he literally like his eye was just destroyed. Like it was insane. It was insane. I was just like, holy shit, how can Jesus. someone justify this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. it was whack as hell. But, like, I ended up finding a rubber bullet, and I, like, I kept it because I was like, yeah. this is badass, <laughs> you know? Yeah. How big are they? They're, like, probably, like, as big as my, no, probably, like, as big as my fist, maybe. Oh, what? They're big. They're I definitely big. I thought it was big. just, like, a small, like, no, BB or something. I know. I'll send you guys a Jesus. photo of it when yeah. I get home. Yeah, like, please. it's it's crazy. Wow. So, so we ended up following this, this, this crowd, right? And shit hit the fan right mm-hmm. so there are people they're knocking down lampposts and shit and they're smashing windows they're smashing like uh traffic lights and everything there was a dealership that was completely burnt down oh, yeah. there was like i saw people on top of cars smashing shit and everything and like it was it was chaotic it was very chaotic and we're like okay we probably need to get out of here like you know what i mean this probably isn't the best place to be mm-hmm. so we got some photos and everything and all of a sudden we see a I believe it was a furniture store gets set on fire, right? And it was it was a big fire. The whole thing burned down, and we were there during the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we were like, okay, let's let's get out of here. Yeah. So we um, so we pull out. We're like, okay, whatever. The SWAT's gonna show up. Shit's gonna get bad, right? So so we go and uh, we're driving towards the furniture place, trying to get out and everything. And the whole thing is in flames. The whole thing. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And I got this really cool, like, video shot of, like, fire and then the, the Boog Boys, like, running with their, like, assault rifles and everything. It was just, it was unreal. Wow. So, so more about the Boog Boys. Uh, they get a lot of, uh, they get discredited a lot because uh, a lot of people like to associate them with, like, far right, uh, like, mm-hmm. I, like, anti-Black Lives Matter type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they are literally only there to protect the small businesses. There, there was a quote from a boob boy that we inter- interviewed, and he was like, I don't give a shit if you guys like burn down government buildings. Mm-hmm. Do it. Go mm-hmm. for it. That's your right. You know what I mean? Like, revolt. But these guys didn't do anything to you. You know, these guys are probably out there marching with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that part of it never really made sense to me. Burning yeah. down, like, small, mm-hmm. local businesses yeah exactly yeah. that's why it it, it, it resonated with yeah. me because I was like okay yeah that's a that's a respectable thing you're doing you know yeah. you're for the movement you're out there with them yeah but you're also like hey go burn down a government building don't mm. burn down this small yeah. gas station you know what I mean like yeah. it, it, it made sense to me and I was like okay cool but uh when uh Kyle Rittenhouse mm-hmm. shot those guys a lot of mm. people immediately assumed he was part of the boogaloo yeah mm. which which isn't true he's uh oh another thing about the boog boys is mm-hmm. they're very anti-police Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're very anti. I've heard that about them. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Rittenhouse was this like Blue Lives Matter fanatic, right? Oh, like yeah. you, they found his Facebook, and it was just littered with like, you know, the Blue Line shit and all that mm-hmm. weird shit, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people just assumed he was because he was a teenager with an assault rifle, but yeah. he he wasn't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They like publicly spoke out against Kyle Rittenhouse and everything. Mm-hmm. We were we weren't there the night uh, that Kyle incident happened, but. Yeah, we were there probably two nights before or a night before. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Jeez. Yeah, that the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is nuts. Cause like, is that the first time something like that's happened? I mean, it, obviously, like not the first time, yeah. first time, but like a kid driving up to yeah. like a city. I don't know. Yeah, it, is, it was weird. Like yeah. a city that he is not from. He right. crossed state borders with. Assault, assault rifles, rifle. and then it was yeah. like, I'm just gonna protect these small businesses in a, in a place he's never been. Right, you know what I mean? It just right. felt yeah. so like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> it's just whack, yeah, and that's why bizarre. I think it's ridiculous that so many people try and justify what he did. And everything like, ooh, it's self defense. I'm like, no, it's no. not. <laughs> yeah, that is murder. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one to defend. Um, wow. So the are you working on? Are you just like still going through the pictures? 
Are you not gonna put them up at all? You think? Uh, I'll probably end up putting them around yeah. uh, for a while. Uh, my dad didn't know I went to Kenosha. Oh. He wasn't he wasn't too happy that yeah. I went to Minneapolis in the first place, right? Yeah. So I didn't really tell him I went to Kenosha. I did tell like my girlfriend, I told my mm-hmm. mom. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like hey, just let, letting you guys know, you mm-hmm. know. But I was like, okay, if we can avoid, <laughs> you know, we yeah. can avoid this. Like let's just avoid it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. So I don't really know what I'm gonna do with them though. I probably end up gonna actually post them like next week and everything. But okay. Yeah, but part of me is like a little conflicted because like I did find that a lot of the pictures I took were of like the destruction, and I'm like I don't want to broadcast the Black Lives Matter movement as like a violent organization. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I mean if you like you know attach that that's true the label to it, then it might look bad. But if you're just posting like raw images of yeah, what actually yeah. went down, if I mean, it's I just what you saw, yeah, I don't think that's, 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 that is yeah. true. That that's just always been like the thing I worried about because I'm like I don't want to. I don't want to seem like a photographer that just went out there to catch thrills. You know what I mean? Like I actually, I cared about the movement. I cared about what's been happening. I've been educated on current events and everything. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like, Oh fire, you know, let's go take photos of fire and police and shit. You know, like, I don't know. It was more to me than that, but I don't want to ever like seem like that's the reason why I went, you know what I mean? Cause I I noticed that my parents, they like to say that I was like thrill seeking at that point and everything. Mm. I'm like, I didn't really, I mean, sure, maybe there was a thrill-seeking aspect to it, but mm-hmm. I in no way, like, went there just because it was like, this is going to be cool, you know, like. Well, and I I do think it's important for people to document what's going on. I was going to say, it's like an sure. independent journalism yeah. aspect Definitely. to it, you know, which is really cool yeah. and admirable. Um, we got to see if we can get you a media badge next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, and, like, for sure, like, we, uh, I was talking to my friends about this. I was like. Think about it, right? If I ever wanted to go into germ- journalism and I tell them that I was in like the front lines of the Minneapolis riots yeah. and got arrested for doing it, like, you know what I mean? For other jobs, they'd be like, what the hell, you know? Yeah. But for like a media job, they'd be like, that's awesome. That's you know? clout for yeah, a media exactly. job. Yeah, that's totally. Like, that's like an asset that I can riots. have. That's, a, that's another thing I can write down on my resume. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's so, interesting, yeah. man. <laughs> I have kind of a weird question. Like, sure. oh was how did the vibe differ from <laughs> Minneapolis to Kenosha? Like, um, okay, yeah, I, I'm just curious. Like, I mean, you you said like in Minneapolis, you thought things might turn violent, mm-hmm. and then it was peaceful, and everyone was, you yeah, know, for the most part, you know, not doing crazy mm-hmm. stuff. But so so basically, in uh, Minneapolis, uh, we went after the incident, probably like. A week after the incident right yeah. so the protests were still going on but the riots and the looting were kind of dying down at that point so the the atmosphere in minneapolis was very like okay let's just protest the system you know let's not let's not do this it was very anti doing that actually yeah. there was a guy standing on like a uh, a sign right he was just standing up there and literally the 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 protesters were yelling i'm like get the hell down like we don't want to be affiliated with the people destroying shit mm-hmm. and everything and but when we were in Kenosha, it was very different because it happened the day prior. Yeah. So we were in the heart of it. You know what I mean? And it, it did get that way in Minneapolis. We just kind of caught the back end of it. But in Kenosha, we were like right there when it went down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's kind of how they differed. You yeah. Know? The environment was different. I just, I've been kind of curious to go see what things are like in Kenosha now. You know what I mean? Just to see like, is it, you know, is there still, like, this political tension or, like, what's exactly going on still? You know what I mean? Yeah, my buddy Josh said that he, I think he said he drove through Kenosha recently and, like, all the businesses were, like, boarded up. Like, Jeez. the windows were all boarded up. Oh, yeah, up. that's uh, that's you what know. it was like in Minneapolis, too. Okay. And there were yeah. people, there were uh, small business owners, like, spray painting on the wall, like, Black Lives Matter, like, mm-hmm. please don't burn, kids upstairs. Yeah, like, yeah, he said, like, children live here with spray mm-hmm. painting. Yeah, like, yeah. that was, you know, I kind of get the vibe that, like, all of it was pretty unorganized but do you feel like minneapolis was maybe a little more organized than kenosha oh yeah definitely yeah. i think minneapolis is more organized just because mm-hmm. it's a bigger city you know what and I mean? kenosha was just kind of like yeah. this happened exactly just it's just like what do we do you know what i mean right. like what do we do like now minneapolis was yeah. very like yeah. pinpoint like this okay this is what we're gonna do you know what i mean it just mm-hmm. felt more strategic mm-hmm. and kenosha was just kind of like okay this happened let's go yeah. crazy you know wow but no i i I, I agree with it though. Like the thing about like looting and stuff is like, you know, that gets you national attention. You know, news mm-hmm. news media outlets they have to cover that at that point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So regardless of if it's carrying like a super positive message, it's still getting the word out there. You're still getting national attention. It's starting a national conversation, so everyone is invested 
not not necessarily in the movement, but in the conversation of the movement. You know what I mean? It just gets people talking about it. But do you think that the way the media covers it could make a big difference? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It always depends on like what they're doing, what yeah. they're saying, like stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Because things like, always seem to get twisted. And, oh no, totally. Know. But like, look at literally any rebellion. Yeah. It's, it happens. It's happened so many on so many occurrences in American history have people rebelled against an institution. It's literally in our constitution. Like, yeah, you can do this. You can, you know what I mean? You can revolt. You can, you know what I mean? You can do stuff like that. And I don't think people still understand that. I think people like to be like, oh, that's, you shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? It just feels so, it's just weird. Cause it's, and then it's different. And then they're like, hey, you guys shouldn't, you guys should wear masks. And then they freak out about it. And then they do it, you know, they're protesting and everything. And then it's okay, but. It's just, it's weird, man. It's yeah. definitely weird. Yeah, I'm all for, for protesting and, yeah. and revolting. Oh, as long sure. as the, the, you know, metaphorical crosshairs mm-hmm. are aimed at the right Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of times, like, I think... It gets out of hand. Yeah, and, like, the aim might be off. Like, the, the aim might be off. Um, yeah, and you said something interesting. It's like people feel like they have to like loot or riot or you know do something to get the attention mm-hmm. and it's kind of it's too bad that it can't i don't know i feel like why can't the media put attention on something oh, without yeah. it being violent well or, definitely I mean, <laughs> the media. that's a whole nother yeah. story yeah honestly <laughs> but no i'm, I'm with you yeah it, it, I, it's it's sad that it has to get to that point, but yeah. it, honestly, it is it it worked, you know, like mm-hmm. it happened, yeah. you know, they they don't have to be proud about it, but they got the message out there, you yeah. know, and that's the biggest thing, because you know when there were just protests, there was hardly any media coverage on it. It only became national news when shit started to, you know, blow up, you know, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, I'm not like condoning it. I'm not like yeah, go out and do that stuff, but yeah. I'm just like okay in that moment it got the message out it did what it was supposed to do you know what i mean yeah has anyone heard from jacob blake because he survived that right yeah he did survive Um, i think joe biden went and prayed with him i i I think i've seen he put out a message maybe is he like filing any lawsuit or something i'm not sure i i haven't heard much because that's a unique one because a lot of times the victim just dies yeah. and there's mm-hmm. nothing, but like he survives. So yeah, I'm no, wondering that was, like what happens. I was next. exactly interested in that too. Cause yeah. I was like, okay, with George Floyd, you know what I mean? Like he died. Right. right so right. he isn't, he isn't capable of, you know, helping out the movement or becoming a public speaker or anything. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, with Jacob Blake, like I want to see how this man kind of reacts to it, mm-hmm. you know, seeing all this happen and being like, Oh, that's cause of what happened to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to know if he'd like, kind of take it as an opportunity to like become a public speaker about it and mm-hmm. just kind of like you know what i mean but you know obviously no one wants to do that you know right, no, you don't right. have to if you don't want to it's just like it would be cool to see that you know what i mean yeah because his mom was saying like that he would have been sad to see because he i think he moved to kenosha to like start over yeah or, or something from uh, i think illinois but then she was like oh he would be sad to see like this place he came to to get a fresh start, like being burned yeah. down, which like, you know, I get, I get it, <laughs> but I, I don't have the answers, you know, yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, like, I don't know. It's what a the, complex. Yeah. I don't know what the, it definitely is, you know. but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's wild. That's really wild. Yeah. You saw a lot. Oh yeah. It was, it was an experience, you know, and has, has this like sparked any kind of interest in like doing journalism? Are you still want to do fashion? Uh, I'm not going to lie. Maybe? Like I definitely was like, okay, I could definitely see myself doing this more, you know? Yeah. And like, part of me is like, okay, if something does sprout up again, like I'm going to try and do my best to get out there and document it. Cause totally. you know, I liked it. I liked going out there, like being part of it. I like knowing that, me being an unbiased individual was just documenting it. You know what I mean? I wasn't documenting with some sort of like secondhand purpose behind it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No like internal bias is, right, right, that right. would like dictate how the shots turn out and everything. And right. I like knowing that like, you know, pictures of the LA riots, they sell now, you know, people mm-hmm. like that footage, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and I have footage from, you know, some historical decently events, historical yeah, events. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure. Like it's, it's just, it's cool. It's gratifying. You know, yeah, yeah, I was arrested, but it also makes a kick-ass story. So yeah. like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's fine. 
Yeah, and I mean, you know, you kind of have to risk getting arrested, stuff like that happening, you know, exactly. if you're going to go and do the, you know, do it. For sure. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think, I think, I don't know, I'm hesitant to say, like, the more independent journalists, the better, you know. You're but I wrong, think, dude. I think, you know, the more people start doing their own thing and, like, mm-hmm. move away from this, like, legacy yeah. media, like, you know, CNN, mm-hmm. Fox News, MSNBC, um, and, you know, reporting on their own and giving their account, like, an unbiased or a more, for a sure. less biased, yeah, I guess, something account, more raw you know, or real. For sure, yeah, you know, that's the direction we need to be going in because I don't, I just don't see anything productive really coming from these, like, old, yeah. You know, I mean, and like yeah. the there's like six companies that run all the news mm-hmm. stations, and it's like I just, just don't. I always feel like the funding it. is always in there too. You know what right, I mean? Like yeah. you got to worry about sponsors. And right, exactly. It's just it it becomes corrupt very quickly. Yeah, I mean they have an agenda. You know, Honestly, it's like they, exactly it, whatever is gonna make them get them views, clicks, mm-hmm. all that. You know, and then they have a target Attention. audience, right. and they're like, okay, I'm a left news station i gotta only appeal you know what i mean yeah, like there's yeah. no like real centrist like just raw like what's happening you know what exactly I mean? How do and we if they are they're the... so like unknown right. it's ridiculous yeah yeah, yeah. It's do you know very who, uh, the only independent journalist i'm like aware of because of rogan is uh you know tim pool i don't I even know like him. i don't even like follow him i just hear him when he comes on rogan yeah. but like he's interesting i mean he has like a sprinter van that he converted and he drives around like going (laughs) from like scene to scene would you consider that uh i think his name is andrew from all gas no brakes do you yeah i mean i feel like there's like a certain like comedic element to that yeah i would say so too but i think at the same time yeah he's definitely documenting something yeah you know um but no that's really cool man that's really cool um yeah it's definitely interesting to hear it First hand, yeah, yeah, totally. Because yeah. I haven't, you know, you, you see so much on TV. And oh, definitely. You hear people's opinions and stuff, but like someone who was there and yeah, like saw. Yeah, I, I feel it, like that makes know. it makes a whole difference. You right. know, like you're there. You know, you're not. I don't know. It's harder to form a negative opinion on something when you're in the moment and you're there, and yeah. it's so positive and so like respectful and. It's just people give it a bad rep because of what happened in Minneapolis, but they automatically affiliate everyone else that protests, mm-hmm. even the peaceful protesters, as criminals or thugs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just it's sad because I met some of the most genuine people I've ever met in my life at some of these like marches and everything. Yeah. It's just it's weird. It's really weird, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see how it turns out. I'm excited to see how... I can look back on my experiences later in life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if my opinion would change at all, or because I'm 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 pro everything at this point. You know, like totally. I'm very much I'm very behind the movement. I'm very much like in that element at this point, just because you know I was there. <laughs> yeah. Did you get to any of the protests that happened in Milwaukee over some? Okay. I, I did know. not. Okay. No, I did not. I wanted to, but at that when we were coming back, I think the protests that were going on were in Chicago are the big ones that we were mm. learning about or hearing about yeah no but we didn't get to any of the ones in Milwaukee because I didn't I didn't live here yet so yeah yeah mm-hmm. are they still, still are they still doing protests in Milwaukee probably for Breonna Taylor at this point yeah yeah I think I saw a few marches going on I think I saw an anti-Trump one hell yeah <laughs> interesting. very interesting um yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> we won't get into that. It's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Cool, cool. You uh, you got anything else? Uh, I don't know. I can't really see no. my notebook. Yeah. It's kind of dark in here. We'll have you back. You for know. sure. I mean, I'm, I'm open for literally whenever. Just send me yeah. a text and I'll... I'm happy to do this. I have fun. Totally. We love having you on. Yeah. For sure. I'd like to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and by the way, I got to say this too. Thank you for coming on our CBS 58. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, that was was sick. That was 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 so sick. Thank you. That was tight. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that was fun as hell. Yeah. I mean, like, I got to be on the news, you know? Like, yeah. it was awesome. It was a, it was a good experience. Yeah. Got my goofy-ass smile <laughs> the entire time. I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do? I'm just like, 
Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I know, I feel like I kind of froze up, too, even when they were like, all right, do a fake episode. Mm-hmm. That whole like, thing what? was, like, yeah, it was a okay. new experience. Right. Oh, for sure. You know, it was think, cool, though. Think about how different it would be, though, if uh, we had our masks on and everything <laughs> during oh, that. You know geez. what I mean? I feel like it would have been, like, such a different, yeah. like, feel for it and everything. I'm happy yeah. it happened when it did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, definitely. Because it's just a different, uh... Yeah. I thought of one other thing, too, and I don't right. think we talked about this last time, but... Okay. Did you send something to The weekend and he posted it out? Yeah, he did. <laughs> so I, uh, I have a second art account called uh, Pixton Art, P-X-Y-T-O-N Art, and uh, I'll, I'll pull it up right now, actually. So I did a, a scratch art thing. It's just something I've been doing. I've done, like, album covers for other people and stuff, so I just kind of kept it in that style, but I posted this this one and i like oh, drew yeah, yeah. it and everything oh, it's just like a like a super scratch art fear and loathing kind of just like hunter s thompson type mm-hmm. sketchy thing right and uh i went one day i was on my repost and all of a sudden like i see that and i see the weekend reposted and everything <laughs> like i took a screen recording yeah. of his profile because i was like what the <laughs> hell are you kidding me I was geeked, that's dude. That's so tight. Yeah, that's amazing. The only thing, the only thing that sucked about it was he cut out my watermark, or he cut it in half. Oh on no! Oh. But that's fine, cause like that just happens. Like cropping is like weird and shit, yeah. and I put it super low. But yeah. I was like, great. So like all the clout that I could be getting off of this is just gone at this yeah. point. Like, well, well hopefully yeah, someone well. hears this. Yeah. And, hey, hopefully, you know. dude. It was it was sick though. I was I was geeked. I was like, are you? kidding me like, yeah. this is awesome that is epic That's yeah a cool. bunch of people on oshkosh too were gassing me up after that too. Like, are you fucking kidding me this is Good. gnarly i hope so yeah. that's yeah, crazy that was sick Damn. well it's tight weekend yeah. if you're listening to this yeah it was peyton this is your guy right yeah. here there you go right. i'm sure i'll hear this someday yeah eventually cool, cool. hopefully right yeah we'll get there <laughs> Cool. Time, All right. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, artists we know, it's Aiden. This is Kyle. This is Peyton. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yep. Thank you. Shoot, I can't see. <laughs>